Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast. Join us as we jump into the world of CrossFit and celebrate the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes. I'm Jason Grubb. I have with me Rick Stevenson and our guest, Justin Lasala from the Masters Chatter podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the last episode of 2023, our year in review. Happy holidays. Here we are. How you guys doing? Full year. We got a good guest tonight. Yeah, for those who are not familiar with Justin, you should be. Uh, Mr. Consistency, I count uh, seven uh, games qualifications six appearances, the one being 2020 when they ended up canceling at the end. But what is remarkable is Justin's consistency. And I'd like to get into that just a little bit with him. But um, barring anything out of the ordinary, uh, for him to qualify next year, it'll be in three different age categories. So that in and of itself is impressive. Uh, Basically, every year in Madison, uh, plus the cup, uh, plus what we hope will be wherever the future uh, holds, but um, consistent performer, Almost always top 10, twice on the podium, host of the Masters Chatter podcast, as we said, uh, a very stable, consistent guy in the sport in this age group that we know is highly, highly competitive. So with that, welcome to the show, Justin. Thank you for having me, guys. <laughs> Tables have turned. It's, it's, yeah, I was going to say, it's interesting to be on this side. Yeah, we get to talk about you. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, your record's out there. Um, it's and I, and I said that at the beginning about the consistency, and I think that's what is I, I have so much respect for. And a lot of folks that, um, you know, are trying to compete, trying to be consistent at this level, um, something seems to always come up or can come up, an injury, um, you know, something that's not uh, suited in your wheelhouse in quarterfinals or semifinals or the old age group online qualifier or AGOQ. But um, before we kind of rewind it to your start, but what do you attribute to your consistency over the years more than anything else? Yeah, Rick, you broke up on me in there a little bit. I, I didn't Sorry. get most of it, but I, I kind of think I know where you're going. All right. Yeah, um, you got it. You know, for me personally, I, I I think I did take the time to learn all the movement, like to the best of my ability. I see a lot of people are really impatient and they're like trying to butterfly and, and and do some of these advanced movements when they're really not ready for it just yet. And I think mm-hmm. for me, I was able to, you know, I had a lot of time in the gym so I could really just kind of break some, a, a lot of the movements down. And I think, you know, again, to use the word consistent like you did, um, I, I can do all the movements pretty good. You know, I might not be mm-hmm. great at them, but it's, I'm not going to be like bottom of the I'm never going to have a like the last place score, you know. I did that at Wadapalooza mm-hmm. one year. I took last in the swim and I was I was embarrassed, you know, like the other mm-hmm. heat was like coming out. They were like waiting for me to like get out of the water and uh <laughs> you know like I really I was embarrassed and I I so I started swimming, you know, and mm-hmm. I think in in 21 I think I took fourth in the swim. So, you know, I did definitely take the time to learn things. I, I listen, I made my tons of shares and mistakes and all that stuff and, and did some things I probably shouldn't have done that didn't help out. But at the end of the day, I did really kind of I bought into the CrossFit methodology of like, hey, learn these skills. Th- that is going to serve you well in the long run. And, and it has. Hey, Justin, you're, you're an affiliate owner as well, correct? I, I, right. I had an affiliate for nine years. Okay. Yeah, CrossFit Garwood, we started in uh, 2012, which was like right around people started getting into it a little bit. Yeah. And then we we ran the, the wave from like 14 to 17, you know? And then, you know, I mean, I, I, I know a lot of people want to point to like one one thing that happened, taking away regionals or doing this or doing that. Again, I think all that stuff affects it. But I, I do think in fitness, you do run through these kind of like 
like Life niches, cycles. you know? Yeah. You just get people that are like, uh, like, like Rumble is big now, you know? I mean, so it, it's always something kind of. But then you sold. But yeah, you I sold. You, you, you owned for that long and you sold and now you don't own an affiliate? Well, yeah. So basically, I mean, I, I didn't sell. I wasn't the owner. I, I, I ran the entire program. The guy who was the, um, the the finance behind it, he owned the health club next door. And there was a there were some other dynamics going on. And we just parted ways. And then in 2019, um, after games of 2019, and I opened up Garden State Athletics in um, in Roosevelt Park, New Jersey. That's not an affiliate. Gotcha. Okay. Did you? Right. Um, when did you realize along your path, your fitness path? When did you realize that like you had a little something? You had that. You had what it took to compete at a higher and then eventually the highest level. Like what? What was that transition like? When did you discover that? How did you? How did you take your shot? When I aged up, there's no doubt. You know, when I, I yeah. think I was 39 when I did my first open, maybe not 39, maybe I was like 38. Uh, I was like 2013. The first workout I ever did was the uh, the ascending snatch burpee workout. Um, it was 30 reps in every barbell. I think it went like mm-hmm. 95, 135, 165, 205, something like that. 205, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, something like that. Um, and like two years later, I went from a couple of thousands in the Northeast region to like third and right and then in 2014 i went to granite games i just somebody said to me like oh they have these online qualifiers you should try it out and in 2014 i tried it out i i think i took like top five in the qualifier and it was in minnesota in st cloud and i'm like yeah what am i gonna do i'm gonna fly out to minnesota and compete i i, I had done local competitions but 2014 that was a that was like my first big one before Wadapalooza, any of that stuff and i won i came back i won and uh no kidding and and I knew I knew at that point like I, I could I could be a player you know there's no doubt um, and and then again because of aging up into the uh, forty it just it gave me a huge opportunity but it took me a couple of years you know I, I got stuck mm-hmm. in in fifteen I thought I was going to make it and I didn't in sixteen I had I had I had a hernia but I was still able to compete. And I was shocked that I didn't okay. make it. I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? I couldn't believe I didn't make it. And I, and then in 17, I made it, and I haven't missed it since, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. but, yeah, that th- those those early years, the confidence to win Granite Games, to qualify for Wadapalooza, that was back when they took 20, you know? We used to have 20 in the field. So, yeah. and, and, again, that's how Not you this. met so many people. The sport was still pretty new. I mean, Wadapalooza wasn't out that many years. Uh so it it really was a great time, and it was it was a really good motivator to to want to be good too, no doubt. It was a good good check in at that time of the year to see where you stacked up against all these names that you were starting to get familiar with. Uh, I got to keep my eye on him. Got to keep my eye on him. Yeah, I did Wadapalooza uh, in January. It was great. And How boy, that landscape's changed. <laughs> Yeah, it has, hasn't it? Uh, how did you, so with all of that probably coming up through the ranks? Like you, that's how you met some of the other competitors that ended up forming the first Masters podcast that I started listening to. Was the only Masters podcast Absolutely. was the Masters Chatter, and yep. I mean, I it came out. I would the instant it came out, I'd be listening. I'd you know, what do you guys think about what's going on? And mm-hmm. uh, you know, so tell us about the. How how that come about, um, and then the evolution of that over time? Yeah, I mean, it really started because of COVID. You know, because of some of the relationships yeah. with some people that I had met, um, like Jeb Simmons and Steve Swishback, and you know Bob Jennings, Clint. Uh, I, Jen wasn't in on those early stages. Bob had brought her on. We we kind of felt like we needed a female voice, which we did. Um, and. <laughs> 
So, uh, so we, we brought Jen on and, and, and she's, she's super cool. So she fit in really well, but initially it was really just to get on a zoom call with some of these other gym owners to be like, Hey guys, what are you guys doing? You know, like, mm-hmm. are you putting boxes on the ground? I mean, what kind of cleaning products are you using? And it really just turned into that, you know, um, Interesting. it was more, it, it, it kind of, you know, that, that's really how it started. Um, and then, yeah, for, for some reason we just started doing, uh, we started recording it and we got lucky. We had Castro on and we had a, you know, a bunch of other, so it gave it, gave us some like legitimacy, I guess, mm-hmm. but sure. really what it is, it's exactly, it's exactly what anybody who goes to some of these big time competitions, you you all have kind of like a group of friends, you know, you might be friendly with everybody, but you also have like the people who are like under your tent, you know, and that you're hanging with. Um, And it's those conversations, like you, they're having the same conversation that we're having, you know, maybe there's different perspectives, but the topics are pretty much the same. And we figured because not many people were doing it and anybody could do it, we just started to record it and we went with it. And uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it successful at all. Like we're not making any money, you know, half the time the connection goes out. Like from a professionalism standpoint, it's it's like very low. We have a couple of like hosts, so to speak, that barely speak, you know. All right. <laughs> So, you know, but at the end of the day, it is a lot of, it is a lot of ball busting and it it is a lot of ribbing and it's all for fun and it goes on in every little group. And, uh, you know, we kind of just bring our group out to everybody in a sense and we try to have fun Mm -hmm. with it. That's really what it comes down to. Well, there's, I mean, you've got two listeners right here that have listened for years. Absolutely. Uh, So, um, you know, we've, we've always been there and, you know, I, I, I just know it's, it's, as masters athletes, we tend to all be on these little islands everywhere around the, the globe or the United States and everywhere. And, um, yeah. you know, there, there's a couple of people in our gyms that we can connect with and that's, that's it. But it's really nice. I think one, you guys are all in my age group. So it's, you know, there's times early on when I was like kind of trying to get Intel from, you know, what are you guys doing? You know, what's, what's Justin up to? What's Mike Kern up to? These are top level competitors in my age division. Um, Bob, when Bob was, was competing at, at the higher level, but it was fun to be able to almost as, it almost felt like we were eavesdropping on your conversation as you made it public. We just got to listen in on mm-hmm. the conversation of what y'all were thinking about. Um, so, I mean, hats off to you guys. You've been consistent. You've done it the longest and, um, I, I mean, still listen to it every time. Um, and it's funny, like even before we click record, we were talking about kind of the personalities of the different um, members of the podcast and their unique personalities and how even the ones that are less talkative provide a, a, a value, um, sometimes a, a very comedic value to say that. So um, not naming names, but we, we uh, I mean, I'm a fan. So you guys keep doing what Absolutely. you're doing. It doesn't, doesn't need to change. Um, and if you need intro music, man, I, we could, we could send some over. Um, Rick's son is a, is a musician. He's going to do some intro music for us. It's the least important thing of a podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Literally. We, we <laughs> you, threw one talk- on there. We're like, yeah. Okay, we'll just do that one. You talk about yeah, the professionalism. Guys, uh, yeah. the, 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 the chatter were, you know, busting my chops a little bit for coming on the show initially, you know? Of course, um, sure. Like, they're like, oh, you're a traitor, you know? Um, listen, I knew it. It's, again, it's all out of f- good fun. 
<laughs> yeah, but um, you know, there, there, we we need some of that though. You know, I yeah. mean, I I think it helps the I community. All everybody yep. that does this stuff could be doing other things. All right, yep. and and really, we're just trying to like get some content out there, let people you know see some of the personalities because we're not we're just a small fraction of what some of these personalities. I met a lot of these characters, man. There's some yep. characters mm-hmm. out there. You know, and there and there there's a lot of worthwhile stories, too, because, you know, we've had we have experience on our side, you know. Um, So I think there's a lot of ability to, you know, highlight some of these 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 interesting people that are in our sport. You know, Um, I mean, Clint Clint is the best. I met Clint in uh, like 2015 and he said left net, you know. Um, we've kind of like opened up his uh, his his shell a little bit, you know. <laughs> Kern's always going to be like, you know, you know, right right there, wanting to get any information he can get. You know, yep. he's got the uh, absolutely, he's got the book on everybody. You know, he had the book the on me. I had to ask him, like, as I was coming up, I'm like, he was like, yeah, he's like, he's like I keep seeing this Lasalle name on the on the leaderboard. I got to find out what's going on with this guy. <laughs> right? What's he good at? What's he what's 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 he struggle at? What's uh, but you see? Know, I just think that's because he, we all want to win. You know. Yeah. Like we're all chasing Jason or, or people are chasing somebody else, you know, um, right. That's, 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 that's part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, well, shifting gears, um, what, some of the stuff that's been in the news that you guys have talked about on the chatter, uh, Rick and I have talked about is like, you know, some of the big changes that happened in 2023, uh, in CrossFit. And so we thought we would take part of our time together, um, to just talk about, um, you know, some, some of the things that happened in the CrossFit world as we're wrapping up 2023. What were some of the highlights or the changes or the, you know, what do we think about some things that have happened in 2023, um, in the CrossFit world? And then we'll shift into and we'll finish with, uh, some of our highlights, you know, maybe some, some really special moments for us and, um, in the CrossFit space in 2023. Uh, but Rick, I'll let you lead, lead us off on this because oh, you're boy. our statistician. What did happen this year? Right? You know, okay. there's. I mean, it was such a such, such a slow news year. Did you? Did you? Was there anything you could pull up? Yeah. <laughs> well, today is December. We're recording this on December 20th, and and we were hoping by this point the rule book for next year would be out. But we're maybe a day or two away from that. So I know both both groups will talk about that when we we uh, when it's released because it's going to contain some important information. But I think. Um, in not not really focusing on ind- individuals and teams, but if you look at just age groups, and that I'll, I guess will encompass uh, teenagers as well for this discussion. I think this year, aside from some of the differences, we had a second year where it was at least the qualifying process and the competing, if you like to compete, was pretty consistent along the way. Uh, open, uh, it was our second year of this quarterfinals, semifinals was a pretty st- pretty uh pretty tight funnel going down to 30 in each age group and then what we you know uh debated about endlessly was to cut down to 10 to go to to madison so um the fact that hq could keep our process the same throughout the year i think was a positive for uh big picture yeah yeah I don't fair. Know what you guys might think of that i mean for for me i i just think i'm, I'm excited for bob and joe taking over the games because i just i couldn't even tell you like if they name somebody that, hey, this is the guy that's going to write the master's program, and this is the guy that's going to head up how the masters are going to kind of run. I mean, again, I'm 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 happy we even have a platform. So I, I again, I mm-hmm. don't feel like we're second citizens because we get to play at least, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
And I know the rules have changed a bunch of times. I totally get it. But I do think that I two people that really care about the sport and that have been involved in the competitive aspect of the sport and have run competitions before and know that certain weights are appropriate for certain age groups and certain skills are still doable for the, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I think that's a really big part if you're trying to like the fittest person in each age group um, and test all modalities. So I'm I'm excited for, you know, for what's to come. Maybe I don't think it's going to be like the games like we're used to. All right. I don't. I think okay. it's going to be, I, again, I, I just think it's going to be a different thing. But I think eventually it'll get something close to that. I, I do think that it will get close to that. But I, especially the first year or two, I just, I don't think it's going to be I don't think we're going to be involved in as big as a spectacle as the games was. Right. And oh, I think yeah. that was appealing to some people. But that aside, what are we trying to do? And that's what you said. We're trying to compete. And if CrossFit's calling it your final championship, well, then everybody get on the same floor, have it intelligently programmed, run by professionals that know what they're doing. And you call it your your championship, your games, and let the fittest win. Yeah, and pretty I, easy. I, I agree with, with both of you. I think that it's going to be, I think it's going to be better than the experiences that we've had in the past. And I, I think that because I trust Bob and Joe and their ability to put on a, a great event. Um, year one will be, I think the expectations just like, hey, Let's just see what happens um, with the with year two, year three, year four. That just growing over time. But you know, when the when I first heard at the games this year, the rumblings, the the rumors that they were going to split off Masters. Uh, just the way that that got the way that that got leaked out mm-hmm. was disheartening. I was I was a little sad that this is going to be my last time being in this big fitness festival style CrossFit Games, uh, and grateful to get to experience that uh in madison you know justin i think you were in carson in your first year did you did you ever compete no. in carson oh only no, madison no never mike. okay okay yeah, yeah mike, so mike was the carson guy mike was a carson guy and okay so and Jen. At least we, and Jen. We, we got to enjoy madison and i but transitioning that out was slightly disheartening at first i think because there was just such little information and it was all rumors and and then it, and then then the rumors were very strong and we still didn't know what was happening uh but you know bob and joe they run coming back from legends just this past week like i'm i'm constantly surprised at how amazing the legends championship is like i don't there's no one else in that space that puts together a competition four masters that's that large and this year was their largest one with scaled and teams it was truly yep. huge um and i i i think ov- overall the test was a really fair test it was really hard test it was very sore and i am every year at legends but to take those guys and to see uh or to trust that they that our future is kind of in their hands um i'm in the same boat justin i'm just i'm so glad that we get to do this at you're turning 50 this year. You get to age up. I'm 48. I'll be 49 in 2024. You know, we get to do this and we get to be out there on the battlefield. Um, it is such an incredibly rewarding experience just to be out there and suffer through 30 squat cleans and 300 feet of handstand walks and survive, you know, um, just because that was such such a workout. The other thing I was going to say was um, I was texting with Bob the other day. It's, it's also fun that, that I know Bob and we, we have a friendship and he sent me a message. We were talking about some of my accomplishments um, historically and then at Legends this year. And he said, he said this, his next text message was like, I spent last night working on some of the events for the games in 2024. I'm really excited. And I just replied to him and said like, dude, look at the text you just sent. Like, could you ever imagine that you would send that text to somebody? Like, yep. you are programming the games, man. What are you pro? What send me a screenshot? Yeah, what, what are you? Are what you? are you up to? <laughs> he, I didn't ask you. I'm not going to get any of that. But it's all. It's just really exciting because uh, I think Justin, you're right. They program 
they know us, they know masters, they program appropriate. Um, I loved that at the last minute, the, the workout I referenced with the 30 squat cleans and handstand walking, we found out that day that, that it was actually 225 for us, not 205. And there was a, a minute of internal panic, but then just boom, 45 year olds, we're doing 225. Cool. Yeah. I mean, Let, I, let's do it. I, I think that's one of the nice things about having Bob and Joe is that they're, they're willing to listen, you know? I mean, yeah. the, the, I think in the one age group, they were just going to have them do chest to bar and they said, Hey, no, we can do bar muscle up. And they made a change. Right. And, um, so that I think from a competitive standpoint, again, you don't want someone to just steer everybody into, you know, a different workout, but it is nice that, you know, the competition that you're, you're competing in, the people are thinking of you. All right. Like, Hey, how can we make this mm -hmm. the most challenging, but you know, Again, entertaining and you know possible. Yeah. Um, we don't want to embarrass the people out there that they can't do anything. I get all that. I mean, I think yeah. that's. I, I think knowing that you have people that care about it. Before you didn't know anybody who was associated right. with the Masters event at all. I mean, like right. we knew some of the the, the flow guys and and, mm -hmm. and people like that, like Curtis, um, and some of the judges. But you, you didn't know anything else. You know, we were. Yeah. You know, again, we there were lots of changes. And, and that's part of it. I mean, again, I don't care about any of the change. You know, for me, you know, they're, Go they're trying to do the best thing that they can do. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, one of the things that I'm excited about with Bob and Joe, outside of them really knowing a lot of the athletes um, and what they're capable of, is now they're going to have some resources, you know? I mean, like, you're going to have the ability to have CrossFit judges there. And you're going to have the ability to do drug testing. I don't know if anybody yep. was drug tested, yep. right? At Legends, right. and I'm not putting it down. That's expensive yeah. as shit to do. It's yeah. expensive, you know? right? Um, yeah. It's very, um, you know, having you know Rogue being the title sponsor, equipment wise, that pretty much gives you access to whatever you probably want. I can't yeah. see them having you know no like freedom on a no lot machines. of the stuff that they're doing. <laughs> now they may have some like logistics as far as site, you know. But I mean, again, mm -hmm. I think they'll have whatever they want to their disposal, um, and. Uh, and, and I'm excited about what they're going to come up with with those abilities. Yeah. And they looked way less stressed. I think it was Jen who said it on the podcast, you know, that they seemed like they were more relaxed. And she was 100% right. They, they were walking around. They were way more available instead of, like, kind of having to check on something. Um, so, you know, kudos yeah. to them. Yeah, I found myself talking well, with both both Joe and uh, Bob at different times. And, like, they were stopping to have a conversation. And in my mind, I'm like, dude, you don't. I know you don't have time for this. Like you don't have time to, to have this depth of a conversation. And they're just relaxed and present in the moment. Um, they even got to come around and watch some of the events, uh, which was really uh, which was really cool. So uh, I know that they made last minute changes. So did you guys know, for example, um, I one of my one of my Boulder athletes was there the day before, maybe on Monday. And so he went and he was he was looking in to see what was getting built, looking through the windows, and there was rings on the rig all the way across. So there was supposed to be uh, potentially the standard, which is uh, thirty oh, clean and jerks, yes. thirty ring muscle ups, thirty bar muscle ups. That was uh, that was going to be programmed. Thirty snatches. But there was thirty snatches. Yeah, yeah, snatches. There was a there was yeah. um, no connectors for the rings, so they. They um they would have scooched around. They they weren't the fasteners weren't correct. So they had to create a different workout on the fly, which is also something that again I know that behind the scenes they're working hard. They're making modifications. They're making changes. Forward facing on the outside is the consumer of the competition. Man, it it flowed on time. <laughs> like we knew where we were supposed to be. We knew our heat times. Uh, the flow was was flawless. So uh, 
yeah, they've got a lot of years behind them. And uh, another thing that, that, I mean, we all know now, but uh, I was surprised to find out at Legends that there will be a games event for Masters Athletes, and there will still also be a Legends event, a uh, separate Legends event. I thought that Legends would be would, would converge with the games and that that was going to be it for Legends. Uh, but right. I'm really glad to see that they'll essentially be doing two competitions, a Games Championship and Legends Championship. Um, I, I love that. I love that schedule. I love the flow of that throughout the year. I, I, I'll always do Legends if they've got it. December, wherever they do it. It's December in uh, I think in it's Phoenix coming back is to Arizona. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah that's right. Absolutely. That's right. I think yeah. more more community focused. I think that's what they said. They're yeah. calling it the community event. Did you hear that? Yeah. Same, Justin. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know the the deal that they made with CrossFit. You know, from a financial standpoint. I mean, again, I don't I don't I don't know any of that stuff. Um, so maybe they're doing it because it's a good revenue stream and it's a good way to build the brand. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they the venue was really you know like I, mean, I don't again Jason, you said it. I mean, I don't think we had any delays at all. Um, I said it on the show or. Our current set is on the show. Even when the scaled and the teams came in, and you added all those extra athletes, it did not seem overcrowded. Um, you were still able to, you know, watch some of the events. You know, the way they were kind of set up, it was it was accessible. Um, and yeah, overall, I mean, I, I thought I thought. It was a great. Uh, it was it was a it was a great event, you know. And I, I, again, I'm excited for you know what they're going to do with all the new resources that they're going to have, you know, to move yeah. the Masters forward. Because I mean, having 30 in the division is a game changer. I mean, you know, 10 huge, and you're still going to find out who the champion. I get it. All right, but if you're right. someone who's in the lead or you're you fall behind a little bit, you know, the chances of making up the catch up. All right, you know, it's it's really tough. You know, when you only have ten, and then you have what happens in a lot of divisions, especially in the age group. People drop out because of an injury, or they drop Correct. out because of a situation. I mean, I think. Well, the year Clint, that was your year, right? That was, that was yeah. the year you, you tied for first. We, we finished yeah. six. Yeah, you, you finished with six guys, you know? So, yeah. you know, and that was, yep. I think you lost like two or three of them on day one, you know? So right. now no you're going separation. to the competition with like, yeah. you, you know, so you're, you're zero separation. Again, it becomes a very different competition. So eight to me, you better not have any holes in your game, all right? Or you yeah, better win a lot of events. Yeah. Right. Well, I, um, as much as we're excited and looking at, Legends, I think, and I think you touched on because you said they cared so much, and I'm not insinuating that HQ didn't care about age groups, but they had a lot more on their plates. And so another big topic from this year was, you know, glass half empty. I think was the lack of communication, or it felt like the lack of communication. I, I mean, the rule book was released; everybody knew the schedule of the year. But then as the rumors started to come out, um, even going through some of the quarterfinals or some of the uh, uh, semifinals workouts, there was always a gray area or something wasn't, there were questions raised. And then you guys got to the games and you had the camera issue with one still camera and no coverage. And that was an uproar. It just felt very choppy. And I think we'll pivot away from that in that we'll know what's going on in 2024 and you have the the legends team with jason and bob and joe fully committed and certainly much more in tune because it's their baby to promote and to communicate because i just think the ball as much as we like everybody from hq we don't know that many people and i think the ball was dropped a lot of times throughout this year and i think that's what made it kind of frustrating but justin you're right you just got to go out and compete i mean don't bitch just go do the work but when you're trying to tell a story i think it's highly frustrating i think i think i was gonna say i think you're right on the fact that i i'm not sure if there was an owner of the masters competition at at hq 
You know what I mean? Maybe there was a small team or maybe the fraction, there was crossover mm-hmm. between teams, but I don't think there was anyone that owned that. And when you partner with someone like Bob and Joe, there's ownership of that and that they'll, they take yep. the lead and own a, ownership of that. And they, you know, they use resources given to them. And, and ideally they're drawing and pulling resources from CrossFit requesting because they, they have a, a good pulse on what, uh, what makes a uh, master's, master's event, um, you know, I don't want to say special. I don't mean to say it that way, but they, they know what it takes to make a great master's event. Justin? Yeah, I just think that if you if CrossFit would have just came out when they even started the master's, it would have been an easy kind of move. Again, I don't know the finances finances of it, but if you if you had somebody that just did that. So if people had questions, they could go to that person and say, hey, what's going on with this? You know, and he could or she could say, hey, listen, we don't have an answer. But that's been CrossFit's MO for years. They've always kept people dark. You know, I mean, I, I just I just think that status quo for them, you know, um, just, and, just you know, and for, and for people like us, we're going to like, Rick, you're still going to do it. You know, they know that, you know, so mm-hmm. but if you're trying to build it, I get like it. 20 bucks. I, 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 well, I think it's going to be more, too. I think it was, I think CrossFit made a really smart move not to get away from what you're talking about but i mean it, making all the uh percentages or the sizes of these groups bigger so you can bring in more revenue that's the only way you're gonna see a live stream for master athletes it is ridiculously expensive um sure and uh so I, that's the only i mean you have to bring and more people equals more like spectators that come to support those people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I didn't think it was crowded at Legends. I wonder how many people bought tickets to them, you know, right. and how much money they yeah. made at the gate, you know? Yeah. Because that's, yeah. I think, and, what it's going to come down to. What? Yeah, and what was that as a percentage of, you know, total revenue brought in from registration and any advertising, things like that? I just, it, you know, you would think that the game's attendance will be even more and that they're looking for a venue where they can hold more. And that's certainly going to move the needle um, uh, for them there. Yeah, I, I mean, and I also think from the game standpoint, I mean, I think CrossFit has to focus on what is their best opportunity to sell their sport. And that's the individuals. There's no doubt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, to, to me, it's the individuals, you know, and then we could kind of like feed off of that. You know, but we ride the we need tails. the yeah. W- 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 really, I mean, I, yeah. I'm happy to ride them. You know, but I mean, I I think that's the only <laughs> way. Yeah, I just I think that's the only way it's gonna it's gonna go down because you know we we need their success a lot. You know, we Correct. really do. Mm-hmm. And it could also make it for some of these young people like, hey, look, this master thing is taking off. I could do this the rest of my life. Maybe that pulls that 35 to 39. We've all talked about those athletes that won't commit to competing in the masters. Maybe it takes another couple of years. They see some more familiar faces. I mean, I think this year was a great year in that 35 to 39 category, both men and women. And the bigger the names, the more eyeballs. Uh, I know it's not perfect, but at least they have an opportunity to still compete if they're interested in that. Some might not be, but we'll see on that. Uh, and Justin, your point about the bigger quarterfinals, um, people are, you know, complaining, oh, 25%. One in every four people in the open or in your age group are going to literally qualify through. Yeah, but we know what the percentage of people that actually pay that money at the end and compete. It's a small fraction of that percent. Like it wasn't anywhere close to 10%. But the thing is, is at least you make it bigger. You're going to get that many more people. And that's, again, more revenue. I'll yeah, take I, it. I have a really, um, my, my take on that is the, the open is going to be, if you're someone who started doing open back in like 2011, 2010, 2012, yeah. um, it, that's what the second round is going to start to look like. You know, yeah. the mm-hmm. first round is going to be for everybody that you can, that you're any person with, can do anywhere. Pretty yeah. Mu- yeah. That's, that's their game. 
There's no doubt. And I think some gyms may run like two versions because if you get the, the person who does local competitions, maybe one or two a year, they're definitely mm-hmm. signing up for the second round. You know, they're going to Instagram. They made it to the second round. Yeah, and absolutely. the gym is going to hopefully host some sort of event, you know, that you could, you know, like we, we set the gym up for people and say, look, at this time, you'll have access to the gym. The tape lines will be there, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, you know. Um, so, but I think that's what it's going to be because the open is going to be a, a, a very simplistic version that it used to be. And then I think the second round is going to be more, some more high skills. And then it's going to get more serious after that. Again, you've got a much bigger semifinal uh, per age group also. Yeah. You're almost, you're back to the AGOQ type numbers. It's like top yeah. 200. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and we know, if you look back at the leaderboards over those years, maybe you got somewhere from 160 to 175, 180 that actually put five scores in or whatever, four yeah. scores, six scores, whatever thing was. And that wasn't even a perfect take up. There's always things going on and injuries and I understand lack of interest, whatever. Yeah. But um, that's a much bigger pot for to fund the bigger field. Oh, yeah, I, I think that's definitely yeah. going to happen. I think people are going to see the workouts and when the workouts come out, they're like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm, I'm not signing up. I'm not paying my... I can see that. Is, 50 yeah. Bucks. yeah. I mean, especially, I think it's going to be more. Yeah. If it's 50, I, what was the last year? 50 for the 50. quarters? Yeah. Because it went up. Semifinals was like, 75 or something right it was, was it really? uh, yeah, 50 it was 50 i, I think, think it was 50 50 20 oh, it was 50, 20, 50, 50 both 50. times yeah i think 20, it was 50 50, 50. And then, then you throw the 20 in on the judging, which we all will do, and no one can count the double unders, right? So whatever. Right. It's only yeah. 10 for judging. The judging is only 10. Only oh, um, 10. Okay. All yes, right. It's 10, 10, 20, 50. 50. But See, that's an hour right. of my life. I always I'll went back. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No kidding. I'll do that. So yeah, that that was my that was a gripe of mine from a newsmaking standpoint in 2023 was <clears throat> that that I don't I hate to say mismanagement, the up and down of the consistency of what they were doing with age groups and how the year was progressing. And then by August, the swirls of rumors, and then it's been nothing but waiting for an announcement for the last quarter of the year for yeah. here. So 2023, certainly different. But I don't know if you guys had any uh, any high points or low points, considering we do need to include the low points uh, for the year as well. No, I, I mean, yeah. I think th- those are the big parts of from the CrossFit standpoint, the, the big news, the high points. I think the high point and the low point are the same. It, it, this is this is my tattoo in the middle of my chest. People always wonder what that means. It's it's a balance between danger and opportunity. Um, so we was thinking this year, 2020, 2023 was like this. Um, yeah, there was inconsistency and all that, but but also I think a lot of hope being carried into 2024, or at least I think that's the mm-hmm. way we've come around to feel through the entire process. Like, okay, I'm excited to see what 2024 brings. Um, and I <clears throat> will keep my expectations in check knowing that CrossFit has a track record of changing things along the way. So I hope that we see years in advance. Not I hope we see years and years of legends hosting the Masters Championship. I hope all of that works out in the long run. I can't hedge my bets on any of it, but I will I'll be there in 2024 yep. and uh you know I've got my eyes on the guys that are aging up. I'm also excited about the guys. <clears throat> High point, Justin is aging out of the age group. So uh, that's going to that's going to open up a little bit more <laughs> for one one more new guy to come up because Justin's going to take that spot. Uh, now he's going to take us out of your yeah. age group, Rick. It's now he's going to be up with yeah, you, which is cool. Uh, I know. I know. <clears throat> Guys, how I'll about him. how about highlights, um, personal highlights in the CrossFit world? Um, and, and then we'll wrap up. But what were some personal highlights, maybe accomplishments or something that that stands out for you or a couple things? things um, really open book for 20. 
2023. Justin, you're like, yeah, I mean, making the games for me was <laughs> is, was huge. You know, in my last year of uh, especially at ten, you know, yes. I, I knew things were going to be really tight. Um, and I was also fortunate. There were a handful of guys that, for whatever reason, whether they they decided not to compete this year or maybe they were injured mm-hmm. or something. You know, so there definitely was a little opportunity there for me to to make to get a spot. But I I, I was I was excited to make a spot from a personal standpoint. Um, even from a like, even though I'm excited about what's to come for games for Masters, it, it was it, it look it's pretty cool to be in the warm up area, you know, and Rich Froning is snatching next to you, you know, yeah. and he's asking you to borrow plate something, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. you know, like that that that'll be something that you won't see. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and but I, I think I, I think we we needed this to happen. You know, I think for our sport to to go yeah. in the direction that people wanted to, you needed to have someone take ownership of it. And I think that's what Bob and Joe will do. And hopefully, yeah. in the coordination coordinating things with with CrossFit, they'll have a they'll have a great event. That's what I expect. You know, and I think I think from a, if you're a competitor, who cares what they name it? All right, knowing that the best people are going to be out there. You know, just go out there and, and do the workout. Do it. You know what? Yeah. yeah. There's going to be more yep. people involved, and you're going to have to have a better game in everything. And I think that makes a huge <laughs> difference. So um, I think the changes are good, but you know it's going to be interesting to see how it all kind of lays out. So personally, making the games, and you know, it, it is a little disappointing that the spectacle that I've come to enjoy the past six years, you know, is is ending because it, it's not going to ever be that. It, it might turn out to be something better, but it won't be what it was. You're not going to re- yeah. re- recreate that. And for anybody that thinks it's, you know, or has kind of that attitude like next year, like, oh, this isn't the games. It's not not going to be the games. It's just yeah. not. No. Yeah. But yeah. it's going to be the final event that will crown each age group. And that's what yeah, you have for to sure. keep thinking about. It's going to be the competition. You, you I, mean, I still say, think they're going to call it the game. Yeah. Yeah. Games presented by or something like that. Yeah, CrossFit's not going to give up that branding, you know? That'd be crazy, too. I think they're just going to put, like, by legends, you know? Like, (laughs) some... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that's what they're going to do. I can't believe, I can't believe how do. good that goes. That 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 rolls off really nice, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I don't know how I follow that up. Um, well, what I was going to say is, uh, before I, I myself or Jason give a maybe a, a highlight or something like that for the year, uh, Justin, for you, aging up is important. Um, how do you? What are you looking for for the next few months, or how do you prepare yourself when you're going into? Okay, year starts. It's January. Um, you know, you're you're one that I think that likes to be pretty consistent and then turn it up, right? I mean, it's is that kind of your mindset, or without giving out too many trade secrets, just curious. Yeah, I mean, I I, I I do like year. to hold a certain level. I try to hold okay. a certain level of fitness, but I think it's, I mean, for me personally and, and my lifestyle and like what I like to do and what I feel comfortable doing, I, I do kind of go through like seasons in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I just think eating clean and doing everything right all the time is really challenging. Again, from, I'm, I'm running a business. I'm not saying no one else is doing what I'm doing. You know, I get it, right. but it's your for situation. Me, yeah. Just from, yeah. from, from what I'm dealing with. So I'll start to gear things up, come right around open again. It's been weird because the seasons kind of changed. So you didn't know what time to peak for. Um, but I will, I, I do expect the games for masters to be sometime in August. So that's pretty much my trajectory. Um, you know, I'll start cleaning up the diet probably like five months beforehand. And before yep. that day, I don't think I'm going to struggle so much in the open and some of the quarterfinal rounds. Now that it's 30, I think my my opportunity 
um, is uh, to make it is 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 going to be maybe a quote unquote easier path if I'm healthy. But right, gotta be healthy. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, you know, aging up means you know I have a chance to be the winner. You know, that's the only mm-hmm. way I'm thinking about it. I'm, that's yeah. I I plan on going there to win. I don't I don't really try to focus on what other people are doing or who's back or who's not. I'm playing with whoever plays, and you know, I'm, I'm what do you to need win. to do to go out there and win? That's what your mindset is. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, the 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 COVID year for me, like after 19, I had every expectation to win, and I didn't. All right, I took second. Okay, that's great for some people, but that wasn't the goal. All right, so I don't look at it as a, I mean, it's an accomplishment. I totally get it. All right, but I had my eyes set somewhere just a little bit differently. And in 2020, I was like in the best shape. I was, I mean, I was so ready. I knew certain people weren't in my group at that time, like Jason and Kern and all some of these other monsters, you know, and I had an opportunity there and I was in great shape and I lost that year. So these next two years, um, you know, my kind of Haley Comet coming around the, uh, (laughs) this this is my, this is my opportunity. I mean, I have every expectation standing on that podium. Hey, you gotta love this. Being able to talk directly face to face to your competition. (laughs) <laughs> yes, <he is. laughs> I mean, listen, I tell Clint all the time, you know, I tell Clint, you know, we, we go back on certain workouts and, you know, sure. and we have a lot of good banter. I love that guy. He's great. Kern is the same way. And, you know, Kern follows Misfit, you know, who, who, who's mm-hmm. been so great to me and been with me pretty much the whole way. Um, And I love them over there. But uh, I just want to make Jason clear. He's been trying to recruit me lately. You're not joking. I'm, I'm not done. Make them move over I'm done with it <laughs> but um but and i think what he's doing is great and i think it's a smart idea but uh but yeah, yeah i mean this Especially is, this is just an opportunity that again the way the math works out you know mm-hmm. um i have an opportunity and yeah. and that's it yeah well uh go for the gold jason you want to yeah sure for the gold sure yeah, um, I'll finish. this uh, this year was was uh, one of those years where you know I'm starting to move into the latter half of the age group. Um, I started the year age 47, Wadapalooza and the games, um, third year in this division at the games. So uh, I had some, uh, I had to settle in on t- into some expectations that like. Like, I may not win. Uh, Wadapalooza, I felt pretty confident. The games, I want to win, but I may not win. Um, and actually felt a lot of pressure going into the games, knowing I was launching Boulder Athlete. I've been, I've been training that way, but I was launching it after the games. And so I felt this additional pressure. Like, I, I really, if I don't win the games, but I'm launching a training platform, it just, it just, it, that story doesn't, doesn't, uh, tell quite as well. Um, doesn't, yeah, doesn't sell it, as well. It, it's, it's not as well. It would work out just fine, but, um, there's always a story in second place and third place or, or, or not qualifying. There's lots of interesting stories there. Uh, and then going to MFC the first time competing there, which was uh, exceeded my expectations as well. It was a great competition. Um, and it was it was a more challenging competition than I anticipated. So I had to work really hard in, uh, up there to mm-hmm. win there. And then uh, at Legends as well, going into Legends, having a realistic expectation that there's looking at the leaderboard prior to the event, there was 15 guys on that leaderboard uh, before a score was was calculated, 15 guys that made me very nervous uh, going into that competition. Um, so I, there was a very real chance uh, that I, I wouldn't win. And I had to settle in that, like, I'm going to have to navigate that in my head. Uh, because I, like Justin, I, I aim to win. I aim to win while I'm there, but I also have to, my plan B is like, I don't win. You know, I got to figure out how do I wrap my head around mm-hmm. that. Uh, and so my highlight this year was was uh, that I, I did hit that four-peat. The, I think the four biggest Masters events, um, 
that I have access to, uh, I was able to uh, to win. And that it didn't occur to me that that was what took place in this year until after Legends. I was like, okay, well, that's enough for the uh, year. Yeah, it's a little too much for the year. It's enough. Yes. It's enough. Now, what it did. Uh, in the, the actually the highlight from all of that is that going into 2024, like, okay, I'm not calling my shot yet, but I have more confidence. And there's some tough guys coming up into the age group. I could name three guys by name that I competed against in 2019 that are very, very challenging. But we'll have 40 people and everything. We'll see what happens in an age group of 30 or 40 at the games. I'm pretty excited about that. So the highlight was a, another year of winning. Um, and I, I, I don't expect to win like that, but I'm I'm grateful when it, I'm grateful actually when it actually comes to the point in the last workout where like, okay, whew, I won. I, all I have to do is just finish this, but I, I I've already won. Like. We're good. It's a good, it's a good feeling. Um, <laughs> anyway, that was, a, that was a nice highlight. That was, there was some highlights. Um, so yeah, that's it for me. Rick, how about you? Yeah, well, you guys both got coins. And then you we got coins, coins at Legends, too, right? There. But those you are cool coins. coins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, hey, it looks like they're continuing the same trend. Uh, you know, after last year, right immediately after the games, I... I had an injury, wasn't healthy, uh, kind of finished the year kind of rocky, not the way I wanted to. And this year, health was most important, stayed healthy, ran into the heavy barbell, which I knew you know, had a chance to bite me in semifinals. And so after that, I pivoted and I said, okay, away from the individual competition, I want to take the second half of 2023 and I want to do as, you know, as many teams type events at as high a levels as I can, just because I love working with people. I think it's a great experience for masters to do teams. And I was able to do a regional uh, with a, it's a, it was a three, three, three person, um, competition. And when I say regional, it's like the classic that we always started out at. It was in a field and it was raining and it was less than ideal conditions, but it was a great time and you just had a blast. And then able to do Masters Collective, Masters Fitness Championship with uh, um, a two-person same-sex team in your appropriate age group, which was a great experience. And then finished the year at Legends with a four-person mixed uh, team, two male, two female, at again, a higher level um, and able to win those last two competitions. It was just fun to be a part of something that was a little different, mentally preparing. I was able to work with people and lean on people and they could lean on me instead of it all just being in my head, which I think I needed a little bit of a break, refresh myself and hit 2024 um, the right frame of mind. So um, really highlight for me was uh, turning the tables and working on teams and having it uh, uh, be successful at the end. It was a good experience. I would highly recommend you guys have a chance to do teams some point, somewhere. Higher Dude, level. it would be so yeah. much fun. It would be so much it's fun. Working. I mean, I'm watching I you. When I, when I see you doing it, you're yeah. having so much fun out there. Um, I, I, I mean, if I could give any time and any time there's a competition or, or an opportunity, I want to do it. Absolutely. So I'm on. I'm Justin, in. I don't, I don't work team? well with others. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I, I was on a team with Mike Kern and Steve Swishback at the Asbury Park competition in Jersey. And oh. we took second. We took oh, second. We had, we, 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 we were like, we were making everything up on the fly. Um, you know, me and Swishback were drinking at the end of the night, you know. Okay. Kern right. was probably, you know, you know, double fisted, you know, white claws. But, uh, here. But we, we, we were an embarrassment, you know, and I realized that I, I, I really like the way Wadapalooza is doing teams with the, the yeah. way you have to have that age bracket kind of. That's fine. But yeah, I, that's I, I have I don't have a good 
I don't have a good track record working with others when it comes <laughs> well, to CrossFit teams. Might I suggest it's choosing your teammates wisely too? That could be something. Well, yeah, it, it, it all looked good on paper, you know. Yeah, you guys were stacked. <laughs> You're stacked. Well, and second place is a disappointment with that lineup right there. Honestly, yeah, yeah. you you three, yeah, Absolutely. classic CrossFit. It looked good on paper, and then you started, you know. Yeah, well, so it worked out well. Speaking of competitions, I do want to um, uh, throw this out here, and we talked a lot about legends. Um, and again, for legends next year, the community event, the one in December. Uh, for those that are interested, remember Monster Games is running their competition, and it it remains the only live in person U.S. qualifier through to Legends in December, not the games in somewhere in August, but for uh, the one in December. So Monster Games, I know they've been putting some stuff out there on social media. Their qualifier is coming up quickly, and they did want me to uh, make mention of that. So if you're interested, I think the qualifier, it's early February, February 2nd through the 12th. Uh, for those that are going, looking to go to, I think it's Joplin, Missouri, um, have another live competition in the middle of the summer. Try and punch your ticket to... Uh, legends in december it's a great opportunity and we all know that uh jason runs a really uh tight competition out there and that's what really caught uh bob and joe's attention uh and hence the marriage that got them all together to work together so monster games live qualifier coming up soon if you're interested yeah and that's another guy i mean he he cares about what's going on in the sport oh so yeah it's great to have him involved yeah absolutely yep so it was that great was to PSA for today. Very cool. Justin, thanks for coming on the podcast with us. Yeah, no um, problem, guys. Where can people find Love you it. and uh, and find find your podcast? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, they, they tell me where to upload it, <laughs> and I upload it. it. Bob used to do it, and then he passed it all off to me so he could focus on Legends. And um, so, yeah, I mean, we're on, I, we're on Apple, I, I, the yeah. little icon on your phone, you know, you <laughs> type in the master's chatter and you know you'll get a if, if you you'll never know what it. you're gonna get that that's the beauty of it you know sometimes it sounds pretty I, professional and other times it i mean last time we did one we did what the first show at legend mm -hmm. normally we have these connection problems like you guys do you know yeah, all right yeah. like everybody does you know yeah. and we figured hey maybe if we just put the phone on speaker and we all sat around it, we would be able to to talk and uh that uh that oh actually that was the only way that worked we used my computer the first time and we sat around the computer and anybody everybody was saying they could only hear me then we used the phone and that wound up working but you know it's a, it, you never know where you're hey. gonna get so that's probably more reason to check it out yeah. that is true I was say, that I, is true i love opening up my podcast role and seeing that logo in there i'm like oh good another episode so yes and for those that are looking to follow them go to i specifically go to itunes type in masters chatter you'll get their logo follow yep. the show and then you're surprised. It's like Christmas morning. You never know what you're going to get. It we, is. we have fun with it. Yep. Yeah. We have we have some fun. We well, appreciate Excellent. you, brother. And uh, thank, thank you, you very guys much. for coming on. With that, guys, we just want to thank those of you that have tuned in this far into the episode. Uh, we want to thank you for tuning into the Masters in Motion podcast. We would be grateful if you could take a moment to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app, even on YouTube, uh, which we're now publishing the video version of this onto. Your support helps us reach more listeners to grow our Masters community. Until next time, guys, get bolder, not older.